0: Likos with Wise Wolf Tarot, and you're listening to Out of the Broom Closet. Welcome to episode four. Today, we're going to be talking about grounding and centering. We're also going to be doing a short grounding and centering meditation at the end of the episode. So hang around for that. Now, the main reason that I wanted to talk about grounding and centering is essentially due to the state of the world right now. For those who are listening in the future, right now, the world is experiencing a pandemic called COVID-19 or the coronavirus. And people are dying. People are getting sick. People are being quarantined in their homes or being forced to stay home unless you are getting necessities or unless you work... In specific types of jobs, so a lot of people are also losing their jobs over this, and it's it's really a life changing experience. It's something I never thought I'd live to see. In all honesty, um, the first time I went to a Walmart and saw that there were no rolls of toilet paper and no paper towels was when it got real for me. It only got worse from there because I had gone to the store before it really got too bad, where I live. And so like a week later, I went to do the weekly shopping and 80% of the shelves were empty. 80% of the shelves were empty. Do you hear that? It's unfathomable. I could not help going into a quick moment of panic. And honestly, I was waiting for zombies to come around the corner or something. I never thought I'd live to see something like this. And it kind of clicked for me why my anxiety had been so high for the last couple of weeks. As an empath, I feel a lot of what other people are feeling if I don't shield myself. And I don't shield myself every day. I feel like it's important to be able to feel, you know, and to feel what other people are feeling. I feel like it's an advantage. Almost it's um, uh, it's it's like a superpower. It's like if I'm in a meeting with a client and I can feel frustration or I can feel tension, then it helps me kind of know kind of how to navigate. But I don't shield every day. And I don't shield all the way all the time. So I had been feeling this anxiety and I, I didn't quite know why. I knew it wasn't mine, but I couldn't quite figure out whose it was. It was checking on all my coworkers and um trying to make sure everyone was okay and come to find out it was just everywhere just everywhere and it really hit me when i went to the store and saw those empty shelves i was like oh crap this is real this is real and this is here because this had been going on overseas for a minute and when it got to america is is when it it hit how real it is you can see something on the news and and have empathy for those people but not really have it feel real, so to speak. But man, nothing makes it more real than not knowing when you're going to get your hands on a roll of toilet paper. Uh, I don't mean to make light of the situation, but <laughs> it's how I cope. So I apologize if I offend anyone. Um, but seriously, it's 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 been life-changing for a lot of people. And that includes having to work from home. Isolating ourselves from people. I can't see my family right now, which is a big deal for me. My grandma is very sick, um, not with the virus, but uh, she has other ailments. And my mother is of age that she is considered to be of high risk to catch this. So I am doing my part to keep them safe by staying at home. And I'm working from home. So really the only social interaction is when I have to go out and, and get necessities. And I'm a very social person. Very social. So for me, this is torture. <laughs> I'm, I'm what I like to call an extroverted introvert. I love my me time, but I'm very, very social. So not being able to see my family and not being able to see my friends and not being able to go to the weekly KCPC meetup and talk about the things that I love have been really hard. Um, All these things are really, really important. And we don't realize how important they are until they're taken away. And I think that's something that we're all going to learn from this is not to take things for granted, not to take people for granted Not to take the little things for granted. Like my coworkers make fun of me sometimes because one of my favorite things to say is it's the little things. Because it is. Sometimes I'll have a really bad day and be craving milk and cookies. Don't judge me. And man, there is nothing better than when you're craving something and you get it. And just the ease that that brings to my soul, man, It's nothing better. And all it took was, was a couple cookies and some milk. It's the little things, you know, it's those social interactions that we have every day with our coworkers in between meetings or, you know, just a, Hey, how you doing in the hallway that we take for granted. There's so many little things that we take for granted now that, that I feel people are starting to not take for granted anymore. I know for myself, I have been mostly self-quarantined for about two weeks and going on week three. And it's getting rough. If it wasn't for things like video conferencing and apps like Marco Polo or Google Hangouts or even Facebook Messenger, this would be even harder. One of the things that people are saying is together apart, like we're in this together. We just have to stay apart because this virus is highly contagious. So in order to keep the spread down, we have to look out for each other by staying away from each other. <laughs> so anyways, um, I do feel like, um, and I've, I've had multiple conversations with other um, spiritual practitioners or healers, uh, whatever vernacular you would like to use, just about this situation in general and, and where we kind of see things going. And a lot of us feel like humanity is going to grow from this like new opportunities are going to come out of this and people aren't going to be taking each other for granted the way they do now. I think it's going to bring people together more. And I think it's going to bring a lot more people closer to spirituality, whether that be a textbook religion, whether that be paganism, I don't care. People are going to start growing on a spiritual level. Now, it's important in times like this for us to keep our calm, to keep our cool, to stay grounded and balanced, because otherwise all the thoughts, all the thoughts are just going to creep in and it's going to be bad. People are going to start thinking about all sorts of terrible things and they're going to get stuck in their heads and they're going to really have trouble dealing with this isolation. You know, essentially we've all been force isolated And if you live alone, you're really isolated. Or if you live with someone you don't like, it's the worst isolation. So I think it's important for us to use this time to grow. And I feel like it's important for us to learn how to stay calm in the face of this type of adversity. It's important to make sure that we are balanced, that we are grounded, that we are mentally clear, and that we are protecting ourselves from the negativity. As I've mentioned before, I am a crystal fanatic. So I'm going to give you guys some of the top crystals for grounding as well as anxiety. Now, there's a lot. So we're just going to skim over some of them. In short, when it comes to grounding and protection, grounding specifically, if it's a red stone, it should help you ground because it's going to pertain to your root chakra. If it is a black stone or stone that includes metal, so like hematite, magnetite, galena, things like that, um, tiger iron, those are also going to be very, very good for grounding. But I do have a list here that I'd like to go over. If you can only get one stone ever, I always say get quartz because quartz can literally be programmed. So you can take a quartz, hold it in your hands, focus your energy and say, today, I want this quartz to ground and center me and hold it for a couple of minutes and just keep repeating that in your head. And that is reprogramming that quartz, which means the next day, if you want it for something else, You just sit there and do the same thing and reprogram it for whatever you need that day. That is the beauty of clear quartz. It can be used for anything. Now, let's say you already have clear quartz and you want to get a grounding crystal. My first recommendation is going to be black tourmaline. Black tourmaline is an amazing stone for grounding as well as protection. If you can only get one stone for grounding, I always suggest black tourmaline because it's easy to find, it's fairly cheap, and it packs a serious punch. I recommend it to a lot of clients who deal with negativity and anxiousness because it helps a ton. Another really great crystal is Smoky Quartz. That's one of my favorite crystals. You know what I've learned is that they're all one of my favorite crystals. (laughs) I can't help myself, okay? So... Uh, smoky quartz has a high vibrational energy that grounds from the crown chakra all the way through the root chakra. So it keeps your head and your body balanced, essentially. Now, red jasper, it's a very gentle stone for grounding, and it brings strength and stamina to you and makes sure that you stay connected with the real you. Now, red jasper is also very stabilizing, which is important during stressful times like we're going through right now. You know, being isolated from other people can really make you question who you are as a person. And you can kind of go stir crazy. You can start questioning who you are. So I feel like like red jasper is a really good one to have right now, you know, helping you connect with the true you. Now, petrified wood obviously has a strong grounding energy. If you're looking to ground and grow your roots into the ground, what better than an ancient piece of tree, right? because they have roots, they're used to doing this. It's also an amazing stone for patience and acceptance. Given the fact that right now we're all on pins and needles, waiting for an answer, waiting to be told what to do, waiting to be told what's going to happen. Petrified can be your best friend right now, because we we have to stay patient, because if we're anxious the whole time, we're gonna drive ourselves nuts, all right? Low to light. Now, Lodalite is quartz with inclusions. Typically, they look very scenic, which is why they have the nickname of scenic quartz, as well as garden quartz. The type of inclusions that are in the quartz is really going to determine how it affects you. But I have yet to find a piece of Lodalite that does not make me feel grounded. And I have quite a bit of it. Um, It's really my go-to other than petrified wood if I'm super, super anxious it's really my go-to if I'm unable to focus while I'm meditating. I will just take it and set it on my, uh, my heart center and I'll literally feel all of the anxious energy start to calm and I feel like I kind of like sink into the ground wherever I'm sitting or laying or whatever, but um, it's highly beneficial when, when meditating Another amazing stone that's both protective and grounding is hematite or hematite, depending on how you pronounce things. And hematite is one of the most grounding stones there is. And its energy connects you deep to the earth. And that's because it is metallic. So again, anything metallic is, is from like under the earth. And so it's very grounding. It can help you remain firmly rooted and able to focus on the current moment. Now, right now, when we're all thinking about what's going to happen in the future, sometimes being grounded in the moment can help. Okay. Now, amethyst can help enhance your spiritual practice at this time, which again, I feel a lot of people are are working on and practicing. Um, But it also brings a sense of calm to you. Um, a lot of people will sleep with amethyst near their bed because it's a very calming stone. Labradorite, my all-time favorite stone. If I could have one stone, if I was told you can only keep one crystal, one type of crystal, what would it be? It would be labradorite because labradorite is grounding, centering, and protective. It keeps all of your chakras in alignment and aids in emotional, mental, and spiritual negativity. So it's it's a very, very... It packs a huge punch, you know what I mean? It's a, you get a lot of bang for your buck. Now, for people who are specifically suffering from like anxiety during this time, I would highly recommend getting some Lepidolite or Lepidolite. It literally contains lithium, (laughs) which is used for people with ADHD. It is one of the best stones for anxiety. So if you're feeling anxious, I highly suggest finding some you can typically find it fairly cheap. You don't need fancy giant pieces. Guys, a small tumble in your pocket can make the world of difference. So, while compiling this list and doing, you know, a smidge of research, uh, came across a stone that I love for kind of rebirth and moving into new ways of thinking about life and kind of like if you're if you're trying to change your trajectory. Okay, charoite is an amazing stone for that. And it happened to come up while I was doing some research for this episode, but in a way that I didn't anticipate. You know, this is just proof that you never stop learning. So I'm taking this directly from the Crystal Vaults website, which is a great resource, people. If you're curious, Crystal Vaults has really done a lot of research for each of the stones, as well as um, historical references and things of that nature but I'm going to read this because I don't want to mess it up. And I have trimmed it up a little bit so that it's only pertaining to things that are relevant for this discussion. So I'm going to read it. Charoite comes from Siberia and is a source of comfort and a symbol of endurance in adversity. It grants the courage to start over after repossession, overcomes job loss in areas of high unemployment and sustains those in prison boarding schools, the hospital, or in residential care. It is also a support crystal for those who care for the sick or elderly and for adoptive parents to bond with their children with behavioral difficulties. Charoite is a stone of connection for all who work away from home and for those who live alone with little contact with others. It provides emotional healing for those who suffer acute loneliness and alienation from life and eases fears of ill health, pain, and dying. I could not have come across a better stone for the current circumstances unless I wrote it myself and made it up, which I did not. (laughs) Crystal Volts has been a resource I've used for years for research. Um, because they do intense amount of research before posting things. So thankfully, I have some char weight. And even though it can be kind of hard to find, um, and if you're getting really high grade pieces, it can be kind of expensive. If you can get your hands on it and crystals are your jam, I would suggest getting a, getting a piece. Again, doesn't have to be high quality, doesn't have to be a museum piece. It doesn't have to be a big showpiece. A tumble for your pocket is sufficient. It is the energy that it gives. It is the intention that you put into it. And it is how it makes you feel when you have it with you. I have found that I can usually tell just by looking at a picture of a stone, whether I'm going to have a connection with it or not. Have I been wrong a time or two? Yeah, but it's worth a shot. Again, This is all about you and what makes you comfortable and you happy. And I am just giving you facts to work with. So do some research, take these crystal names and go and do some research and see which of these resonates with you. Not all of them are going to, and that's fine. Trust me, when you're like me and most of them resonate with you, you wind up with way too many crystals. I didn't say that. There's no such thing as too many crystals unless you don't have room for them, which is kind of where I'm getting. So I'm going to have to get some shelves. Anyways, I did want to touch on herbs a little bit. Herbs are not really my forte. Um, It's something I've been looking into more lately. But again, I did do some research before putting this together for you guys. So I wanted to point some out. Um, Amber. Now, the great thing about amber is amber, you can either get as a stone, you know, it's not technically a crystal, but you can get it as a stone and it's very grounding because again, comes from trees. Or you can get it in a resin. You can get it in an oil. You can get it in incense. Now, amber is the only one on here that's not really a plant. The rest of these, you can get in plant form. You can get it in oil. You can get in an incense and just burn it and smell it. Now, I am not a medical doctor and I am not telling you to ingest any of these plants. Please research if you are going to make a tea out of any of these. Um, again, herbs are not my forte. So, the herbs that came up most frequently during my research are rosewood, sandalwood, frankincense, and lavender. Now, you can get lavender everywhere. I know people who cannot stand the smell of lavender. So that's why I wanted to give you guys a couple more options. For me, I love, 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 Amber. Um, I also really like Dragon's Blood because it's, for me, it's both grounding and energizing. So it makes me live in the moment, but be pumped for it, if that makes any sense. Um, I feel like I'm spiritually grounded but emotionally ready to go. And my very favorite, very favorite grounding herb is vetiver. I've been using vetiver for years and it is my go-to herb for grounding. So funny story, I used to refer to vetiver as my dirt oil because it's very earthy smelling, kind of like patchouli, which is also a very grounding herb. But I would refer to vetiver as my dirt oil And my team members, my teammates would make fun of me. And one day, I don't even know how it happened, but one of them was like, man, I'm super stressed out. Do you got any of that dirt? And I was like, actually, I do. I keep some in my desk. So I put a little dab on their wrist, had them rub it together, and then take a really deep, deep, deep whiff and breathe it all into their lungs and then sigh out the stress and then do it again. And within like three rounds of those deep breaths, they looked at me and were like, oh my goodness, that's magic. (laughs) I was like, yes, yes, it is. (laughs) So it kind of became a thing where if people were super stressed out, they'd be like, hey, do you have any of that dirt? (laughs) So it's... um it's it's an herb that i personally connect with and have found that other people personally connect with specifically for anxiety and grounding again it's just really really important during times like these to try to stay grounded and not overthink that's asking a lot because there's so much going on and we're being fed so much information it all contradicts each other which makes it really really difficult to determine what's factual and what's not and sometimes it's all factual it's just some of it is older information. So it's really difficult to not get caught up in the anxiety and the stress of the world in the current climate. So use this time to learn something new. Use this time to do something you've always wanted to do. Try not to be stagnant because that's when your brain is going to become overreactive and go a million miles a minute trying to figure out what's going to happen. This situation is out of our hands. The only thing that you can control is how you react and how you prepare. So, you know, if you can't find any toilet paper in the store, Order some online. It's going to be a couple weeks out, but it's better than not having any. If you go to the store and there's no food, then get creative with your food choices. You would be amazed what you can make out of what you have in your cupboard, probably. Have fun. Go outside. Spend some time outside. Six feet away from other people, (laughs) but go outside. If you're blessed enough to have a backyard, go outside. Get some sun. Put your feet in the grass. Breathe deep breathe in that fresh air. There's a lot less commuting going on right now. So the air is a little cleaner. Even if you live somewhere highly populated, I guarantee that if you go outside and take a deep breath, it's going to feel a little different than it used to. So I did say that we would do a meditation and I would like to get to that. First, I want to kind of walk through what we're going to do and why it's important. So grounding and centering is essentially Being balanced. You want to be balanced in a time like this. You want to feel calm, cool, and collected. So, being grounded is the ability to feel balanced during this time, to not have anxiety, to not be overstressed, to not be in your head. And then we're going to want to surround ourselves with protection so that we don't start feeling everyone else's anxiety. And everyone else's stress. Now, is this required? No, you don't have to. That's fine. If you're comfortable with the way that you feel right now, then you do you. This is just an offering from me to you to the people who need it. Now, I know we talked about herbs and we talked about crystals. There are other ways that are super easy to ground and center and calm yourselves. Like I said, going outside and putting your feet in the grass or the dirt or whatever. Deep breaths of fresh air. Um, spend time in nature. Another really, really great one that's super simple is take a bath with salt in it, uh, like Epsom salts. Uh, take a shower and scrub with salt. You can put a little salt under your tongue, just a little pinch. Eat something salty. You can put, um, for grounding and protection, you would take a little bit of salt and a little bit of pepper, mix it together and put a pinch in your shoes. That helps you ground and and protect. Now, when I say that, people use your noggins, okay? A pinch. You don't want to feel like you just put your feet in your shoes after going to the beach, okay? Just a pinch. You'd be surprised what a little bit can do. Again, a lot of this is intention. I know I talked about this in previous episodes. It's all about intention. If I just go and and put some salt in someone's shoes, they're going to be like, why is there salt in my shoe? But if I put salt in my shoes and when I do it, I think this is to ground me, this is to protect me, then that's what it's going to do. So we are going to do a very short meditation just for grounding and centering. And I am going to have some sounds on in the background because. What I do when I meditate, I like it. So the app that I'm using is called Sleep Sounds, and it is a fantastic app. Where it comes with some preloaded options for different things like rain and nature, um, relaxing options, transportation, and white noise. And there is multiple options underneath those categories. So one of the things that I love about this app, once you pick your base, you can customize it by adding in essentially anything. You can add a wolf howling in the background. You can add rain. You can add birds chirping. You can add music. There's so much to it. So I highly suggest it if you have an Android, it's called Sleep Sounds. Now, if you have an iPhone, I can't help you. The last time someone else looked, they didn't have this for iPhones, but I guarantee there's something comparable. You'll just have to do your research. So I'm going to use my custom sound because I like it. Before we get started, I want to say do not do this while you are driving or operating heavy machinery, while you're supposed to be working, anything that can cause harm to you or anybody else should you close your eyes. If you just want to listen to this while you're working and kind of relax a little bit, cool. Um, Please don't close your eyes if you're doing anything important, okay? So I want you to sit in a comfortable position or lay down on the ground, whatever is most comfortable for you. If you are sitting, put your feet flat on the ground. Make a conscious effort to have as much of your feet planted onto the ground as possible. Not just your tippy toes, not just your heels, your whole foot. Now I want you to take a deep breath in. Hold it, and let it out. Take a deep breath in. Hold it. Let it out. one more time hold it breathe a little deeper hold it let it out now I want you to imagine that your feet are growing roots they're penetrating into the ground they're going through lots and lots of layers reaching reaching Eventually you come to the core of the earth. And your roots wrap around the core. And you feel them grab hold. And as you do that, the energy of the core of the earth begins to travel up the roots. You can feel the vibration. You can feel the energy getting closer and closer to you. The energy finally gets to your body. It slowly creeps up your legs, into your hips, to your stomach, your chest, and your head. Warm, tingling energy. energy then comes pouring out to the top of your head and drips onto your body like honey slowly wrapping you in this warm light energy Your head down to your shoulders, down your arms, your stomach, your thighs, and your legs. Finally resting at your feet. and reconnecting with the roots. You're now exchanging energy with the earth, pulling it through your roots, through your body, out your head, cooning your external body with love light and protection with a soothing calming energy feel it flow through you Feel it run over you. Take a deep breath. Hold it. Let it out. Take a deep breath. Hold it. Let it out. Last time, deep breath. Hold it. Breathe deeper. Hold it, now let it out. You take notice that you feel calmer, more balanced, less anxious more in control and you're ready to disconnect you thank the earth for the energy that it's given you you slowly release your roots from the core. You feel them retracting through layers and layers of earth. Slowly coming back to you. Finally, coming back to your body. Take a deep breath. Let it out. Wiggle your toes. Wiggle your fingers. Tilt your head from side to side. Shrug your shoulders. One last deep breath and sigh. Open your eyes and here we are. (laughs) I hope that you were able to find some relaxation in that. I hope that it did you some good. Feel free to re-listen to it whenever you need. Just remember that right now, even though we're apart, we're together. We're all going through this together. So I want to thank you for stopping by. And please remember that you are never alone.